Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Glad to be with you today. It's a fantastic day because I am in the world of equestrian. I saw wild horses coming out of my driveway, and then as I got to the uh, steamboat ditch, more wild horses. And, you know, they look like they're having so much fun. They look so relaxed and calm. I wish I was like that on the way to work. Well, we're going to find out how we can put the two things together today because my guest in the studio is Jerry Tyndall from Jerry Tyndall's Horse and Mule School. He teaches humans, too. We're going to find out about the world of equestrian. And because there are so many equestrians in northern Nevada and so much horse property, this is one interview you will not want to miss. Hang on, and we'll be right back. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company. Equal housing opportunity. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Before we get to talk about our guests, I want to let you know that we have found some great opportunities for people that are looking for part-time work, full-time work. And if you enjoy working with young people, working at a community services agency might be the best deal for you. I'm talking about young children between six months and five years old at the Head Start and Early Head Start programs. It's a great way to serve the community. It's a great way to help our young people as they grow into their adulthood. And it's a great way to get them ready for that very important first day of kindergarten. So what you really do is you help our local community, you help our young people, and you get to build your career as a Head Start teacher. Want to learn more? Visit the website, csareno.org, or give them a call, 775-786-6023, and tell them Peter sent you. With me in the studio today, Jerry Tyndall from Jerry Tyndall's Horse and Mule and Humans School 2. Welcome to our show, Jerry. Thank you, sir. It's a pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to have you here as well. Many people come to visit us, Jerry. 
they live right here in town. Maybe they live 30, 40, 50 miles away. Let our listeners know how far you drove to come to our show this morning. Well, sir, I came in from Southern California, Victorville area. We mm-hmm. actually have a little facility down there at Oak Hills, which is north of San Bernardino. And uh, it's about an eight-hour drive. We had a great time coming here. The weather was great, and it's just uh, we're excited to be here. I'm glad that you're here, too. When you mentioned San Bernardino, I used to drive through San Bernardino very often. Is that yeah. a nice city? Yes, sir, it sure is. And uh, mentioning that kind of history, I feel very fortunate to be involved a little bit in Roy Rogers is from that area. Ah. Roy Rogers had a museum there uh-huh. in Victorville, California. Yeah. And I also got to visit that as well as Roy Rogers home in Apple Valley. Uh-huh. And looking through that countryside, it was interesting to see a lot of the terrain was familiar to me by watching the old Roy Rogers westerns. And it was quite a treat for me. Oh, wow. That was so much fun. I, As a young man, I used to watch the Roy Rogers show on TV and oh it was it's just really great the world of horses has been so important in America uh, we were running TV westerns were the top top television shows in the 60s and even into the 70s and uh, you know we're, we're world's modern already but yet the big focus was westerns even the movies um, I kind of missed that time Jerry yes sir and if you look back and watch those westerns you saw you saw pride chip in what they've done. You mm-hmm. you you saw a lot of family oriented ideas. You saw a lot of gentlemen that uh, yeah. that came onto the scene and presented themselves as you know good citizens of the country, and it was a great time. Oh, you know my favorite horses of all time. Well, first of all, there's Trigger, and then of course there is Mr. Ed, the talking <laughs> horse. I love that show. Mr. Ed is one of my favorite comedians. <laughs> yes. I'll tell you a quick little funny story. When uh, I moved up to the high desert and Roy Rogers Museum was there, mm-hmm. I got to go by and visit that museum. And it was yeah. really special because he he had organized that museum in such a way that he represented his life and the people that influenced him. He was such a gentleman. Mm-hmm. But uh, we got to meet Roy and, and his wife, uh, Dale Evans. and. Yeah. It was kind of interesting. After Roy had passed on, we went to visit the museum when it was still there, and we were talking to Dale Evans, his wife, in the morning. She said, you know, I miss Roy every day and what a life we had. She said, but in one way, I'm kind of glad that he went before I did because I'm sure thinking that if I would have gone first, he would have had me stuffed in this museum. <laughs> because, he, you know, he had Trigger, he had his dog Bullet, and it yeah. was kind of a joke, but it oh, was interesting. Yeah. If I recall correctly, Dale Evans' horse was named... Buttermilk. Really, uh, Buttermilk. I believe That it. was real entertainment in those days because it wasn't only the acting that the individuals had to do, but their horsemanship and yes. the horse itself. My sister married a jockey, and my other sister married a horse trainer. And my new wife, her brother, is a horse trainer. And so although I'm not a horse rider per se, horses are very important to my family. And they've really taken us a long way. Even I, though I haven't ridden a horse, trust me, horses have gotten me to a lot of places. Yes, sir. <laughs> so it's a pleasure and an honor to have you here. I've seen a lot of your work uh, from your website, jerrytindell.com. And the Horse and Mule School is really an amazing thing to see because I have friends here locally. I have a great friend and I understand she's one of your clients and she interacts with you. In fact, I saw her on some of your videos. A really amazing thing. When I tried to describe this to somebody who doesn't know 
about horses and horse schools. I described it somewhat as a horse college for people and horses. Is that a good way you think to describe the work that you do? We've learned so much from the horse over the years and become a student of the horse. We're, we're trying to bring people into a world that is a little bit different. And I want people to realize that these horses are pretty natural. Mm-hmm. means they, they come with a certain instinct, they come with a certain lifestyle, they come with a certain way to live. And we're trying to get people to understand that lifestyle and to fit the natural instincts of the horse and to suit that lifestyle. It's pretty honest, it's pretty straightforward, and it's a fabulous thing to understand. When I have been around horses, when I have talked to people that have horses, they tell me about the horse's attitude. Like every horse really has uh, an inkling of what's going on with the humans that they are interacting with. We need to realize that the horse has two major things that they live by. One is the flight system. Flight system. So a horse wants to leave anytime they're concerned or troubled or there's any threat involved, any danger. Their way of life is to leave. Like if you look at at our cattle, our cattle can defend themselves with horns. Mm-hmm. So they are not really that type of movement. But a horse, his only means of survival is through his feet. Running. So he wants to flee and get away. Mm-hmm. The other side of that coin is if once we get in contact with the horse, they're not able to flee as much. Maybe they're in a corral. Maybe we have them on a halter rope. They can't flee. So the next thing, if we don't really get careful and understand, it could be the fight part of the horse. Mm. So we want to introduce horsemanship in a way that suits the horse, give them confidence in learning how to stay. We use their natural body control and their mind, and it's a pretty neat way to communicate. My guest in the studio today, Jerry Tyndall from Jerry Tyndall's Horse and Mule School, Humans 2. He's visiting with us today because, Jerry, you're in town in northern Nevada for a few days. You're doing some work here. Uh, you're helping some of your clients with their training. What What's going on? We're putting on a horsemanship class that is second to none. We introduce the people to the horses and the horses to the people. Mm-hmm. We talk about their natural abilities to move and how to control movement. Our main focus is about safety, everything for safety for the stock, safety for the human and the horse. So Mm -hmm. it's a pretty neat way to come out and have a lot of fun, learn a little bit about what makes your horse tick, learn a little bit about why he thinks the way he does, and learn a little bit about why we need to honor that. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at your website now. It's talking about exploring your clinics, your workshops. It says here that your horse or mule requires specific training for it to gain new skills and work best under human supervision. The training you offer involves teaching the animal to do many things like communicate its own needs, support its handlers, tolerate and deal with many riding situations with ease, become a steady, dependable mount, of course, staying calm under the harness, and maybe even move certain vehicles or equipment. Now, Jerry, I like that because my mommy and daddy when I was born. My dad was 50. And my dad grew up on a farm. He was born in 1905. And I have seen pictures of him with a horse pulling a plow. When he was a young man, there was no tractors. There were no big trucks. They used horses. It's really amazing. I many times think about how horses built America. You bet. Had it not been for the horse, we wouldn't be here today bringing the pioneers across that rugged country and terrain and hauling wagons and working in the fields. And uh, just as your story, 
Uh, I grew up, my mom and daddy from Missouri, mm-hmm. 100 miles south of St. Louis. My daddy loved the logging business, yeah. and he made a living logging with horses and mules. Yeah. So we kind of grew up in that lifestyle, and uh, it was just something to remember and has had a big influence on me being involved in the horsemanship today. I want to talk to you more, Jerry, about the other kind of animals. I mean, they're all equine, but you also have mules that you train. And, you know, I, I know that mules have a, they have a different way of working. They have a different personality. But horses and mules, uh, really, as I said, they've done so much for America. And now people can give something back by training their horses, training their mules, so they work, so they help them in the way that they need to. I want to talk to you more about that. We have to take a break. Please hang on. We'll be back after this. If you love teaching and want to make a difference in the lives of our young children, become a teacher at Community Services Agency Head Start or Early Head Start programs. Hi, my name is Brandy Dunbar and I've lived here in Reno my entire life. I've worked for child care for the last 17 years and I just started working at CSA about a year ago and I absolutely love it. Here at CSA, teachers have more time to plan, more time to teach, and more time to play. Call 786-6023. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. It's a delightful experience of yesteryear. The articles are outstanding and the illustrations bring the stories to life. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. Natakwa. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company. Equal housing opportunity. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada, 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for tuning into our show today. We talk about real estate, real estate for investors, and a lot of times we talk about the things that you can do when you own real estate. Let me give you an example. I own some real estate, not a large property, but I have enough to do something that I absolutely love. I'm a beekeeper. I love beekeeping. And because I love beekeeping, I get to do a lot of other things like gardening, planting, harvesting there are so many products that come from the beehive well it's just amazing 
I am. I, I know I'm a little bit more popular than I used to be because I have people knocking on my door sometimes saying, Peter, you got any more honey? Well, we have more honey coming soon. I'm a member of the Mason Valley Beekeepers, and I'm encouraging you to consider becoming a beekeeper. We have monthly meetings, and we learn and learn and have fun, and we actually get to go to classes and learn about all the details about beekeeping, taking care of our bees, harvesting honey, and more. If you'd like to become a beekeeper too, visit the Nevada State Beekeepers website, nevadastatebeekeepers.org. And I hope to see you at our next Mason Valley Beekeepers meeting in Yarrington, Nevada. With me in the studio today, Jerry Tindell from Jerry Tindell's Horse and Mule School. I'm glad you're with us today, Jerry. Thank you, sir. Appreciate being here. Would you rather be around people or horses? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. Well, you know, they go together. You can't have one without the other. So that's why we specialize in teaching the human about the horse and allowing the horse to be part of the family, part of something that we all love to do. And mm-hmm. uh, we're fortunate in our business today, with my experience, because we work horses, mules, and donkeys. Uh-huh. And we bring all these factors into our school and into our learning. So it's interesting that we have a little bit of idea on all three of those species. Yeah. So um, give us the general difference between a horse and a mule and a donkey. For the people that don't know about this, how do you differentiate? Well, it's a pretty interesting world. Let's take the donkey. Okay. Now, the donkey is a amazing animal because and the story that I tell people is it takes a donkey an hour and a half to watch 60 minutes of TV (laughs) because they're slow they're methodical and they move small increments of time what that means is the donkey can walk trot and lope like a horse does but he's going to do that in short distances and only if he has to so a horse a mule will move one inch to get away from a threat (laughs) where a horse on the other side will move one mile so a horse has speed they have athletic ability Mm -hmm. and they take that distance and they're just gone well the donkey part of this because the only way to get a mule is to breed a donkey to a mare horse Mm -hmm. once you cross your donkey to your mare horse now you end up with a mule the only way you can get a mule Uh And the reason that comes about is because of the chromosome factor. Mm -hmm. A horse has 62 to 64 chromosomes they can reproduce. A donkey has 62 or 64 they can reproduce. Mm -hmm. The mule has 63. They cannot reproduce. Ah. You you could get rid of all your mules today and you could have one tomorrow because they don't reproduce themselves. Interesting, interesting. So if you want more mules, you have to bring together a mare horse. And a male donkey. Correct. That's the old. So do some people own male donkeys? For that breeding purpose. And actually breed them. Is that what people do? And we do as well. We stand a really nice uh, proven jack and we raise mules at our place. Yeah. And what's neat about this, let me kind of just bring in a real quick story. In the early days, even growing up as a little boy, I remember people would be talking to my daddy and they say, well, we've got a horse that really doesn't do what we want it to do. And why don't you, you could breed it and get a work mule. Mm. Remember, work mules made this country what it is today. Uh, the borax, 20 mule team. You betcha. But things have changed to the degree today that they're breeding really well 
established jacks with some of the best breeding mares in the country. So we've now got these mules that you can't beat them mm. because we've raised the genetics on them to the degree. I mean, they're fabulous animals. When you say jack, you're talking about a intact donkey. donkey. Intact. Meaning he's a stud donkey. Okay. What are people using mules for nowadays? Do they ride them? Do they just look at them? Why do people want mules today? The reason that for me personally, the reason I like a mule is they're so sturdy. Mm -hmm. They're easy keepers. They're very uh, good at what they do. You can ride, drive, and pack. You can pull your wagons with them. You can pack with them. They're great for families. They're great to be around. And the other thing that I appreciate the mule the most mm -hmm. is it has made a good horseman out of me. Really? In the early days, not knowing it, that's why we have such a, a huge following in our school program because we as a human, we really don't understand. I could take a horse in the early days and get him to do something I wanted him to do, but I almost made him do it. I didn't get him to want to do it. Mm. Then I got involved in the mules being raced around with my daddy, and I tried to make my mules do it. They wouldn't do it. I had to go back and search a way that I could communicate better. Mm -hmm. I had to go to a point that I could say, let me help you learn to do it. So in that concept of working those mules in a way that they had to, I had to understand them, it made me slow down working my horses. It made me take more time working my horses, and it has made me a great horseman today. Wow, that's a fantastic story. I love the mule from my TV days. You know, I've been in the world of television and radio for many, many years. So obviously, yes, I watched a lot of TV as a young man. One of my favorite programs to watch as a young man was Gunsmoke. Yes, sir, Festus. And you're talking, you know it then. Festus was a mule man. Yes, sir. And um, he was always so proud of that mule. And I know why now after you talk to me, because that mule was loyal, it was dependable, you bet. and you never saw it get riled. You know, you just don't see, I've never seen mules get riled up the way horses, stallions do sometimes. They get pretty wild. The mule seems like it's a pretty calm animal. Is that really the case? Yes, sir, they are. And once you learn to understand and communicate, you just can't beat them. And I say that the, the mule will do everything the horse will do just a little bit better. I saw a movie when I was a young man, too. It was a, um, a kind of a fun show, a movie. I might have been. It was about a football team that m had lost their field goal kicker, and they brought in a mule. And the story is, he kicks like a mule. <laughs> you ever heard that? What, yes, what does sir. that mean? He well, kicks... <laughs> it's pretty true. Uh, and, you know, sometimes a horse will just kick because they want to, but... The old timers would tell us as kids, if that mule's going to kick, he's going to hit something. Oh, yeah. They're a lot more they, thoughtful. Oh, yeah, and they're probably accurate. <laughs> they are very accurate. <laughs> yes, sir. Jerry Tyndall's Horse and Mule School is what we're talking about. Southern California. Your website talks about clinics, opportunities for training. Uh, you got a great gallery with videos, tons and tons of videos. I love the way that you really show people how to do the basics when it comes to horses. Just walking him around a pen, get him into the circle, and then loading him up. I would I would think that loading him into a trailer can probably not a difficult thing to do, but sometimes that can be one of the biggest challenges. If you look at the horse in his real world, they stay out in the open. We mentioned that their whole lifestyle is about being aware, uh -huh. knowing that their surroundings, and being able to go if they need to. 
That's why we don't see them under shelters very often. If you see a horse out in the wild, they're usually not hunkered underneath a shelter. No. They'll even withstand all the elements of the weather because they need to be ready to go on a moment's notice. Uh -huh. So getting them in a horse trailer to the horse is like driving them into a dark tunnel. Uh -huh. So it's a very difficult thing to do. And we specialize in teaching people to handle horses and put him in situations that he feels comfortable going in a safe manner. Wow, and that, that would mean to me, I would think that the the owner of the horse, the rider of the horse, has to spend a lot of time with that horse. It's it's You can't just get on a horse, I understand, once a week and, and have that horse uh, relate to you. It's, a, it's more often than that, right? Well, sir, let's think about a situation. Let's say that we just have a horse because we love them. Mm -hmm. We've seen the Westerns that you and I have mentioned. We've talked a lot about how we just want the lifestyle of being a cowboy and around horses, everybody wants a part of it. So let's say that you just have a horse and you don't have a lot of time to ride, but you have them in your family and you have them as part of your family. But think about this. If they're difficult to catch, they're difficult to lead, they're difficult to take, can take care of their feet, and they're difficult to have a vet work on them, and the most important thing is the trailer loading. Mm -hmm. Think about disasters. Think about a fire. Think about having to move your horse in an emergency. Mm -hmm. And if you've waited and not really studied, you haven't taken the program from Tyndall's Horse and Mule School, maybe you don't quite know that that horse needs to know the basics of care means more than food, water, and shelter. That to me means their mind is good, they're good being around us, we can get their feet done when we need it, we can catch them when we need it, and we can load them if we need to get them out of the facility in an mm -hmm. emergency or to a vet. Yeah, if you're going to have a horse, you better have a horse. Yes. Better do it right. There's yes. no halfway, I would imagine. But the percentage of people that follow this are very little. So we're trying to get people on board and say, hey, come out and learn to be part of your horse. That means so much to him that you can't imagine. Jerry Tyndall, that's great information for our listeners. In the world of real estate, tons and tons of horse properties here in northern Nevada. Reno, Sparks, Fernley, Fallon, Minden, Yarrington, Gardnerville. There's horses everywhere. People live in northern Nevada for a large part because they love the world of equestrian. And I'm glad that you're here in town in northern Nevada this week to help people advance their relationship with their equine. I have one last question for you, Jerry. When I travel to southern Nevada, and I go through a little town called Tonopah. Yes, sir. Right off to the sides, I see a lot of burros. So what's the deal with the burro? Are they in some way related to the mule, the donkey, or the horse? They are the originator of this country. You know, the, the first jack, meaning an intact jack, was given to President Washington. Really? That's how this thing came about for us. So, yes, they and they're survivors. If you look at the country that they live on, uh -huh. you live at how little food we oh, think amazing. they have. It amazing. Is, it is amazing. So they are the best of the best. They will survive uh, when nothing else will. True survivors. I've seen people riding burros, too. They look kind of fun to ride. And you know, the other thing, Peter, about what we just think about is the mindset of the donkey that can aggravate people is really the true mindset we ought to have. Take your time, think about it, think about what you're going to do, and think about the result because that's what the donkey does. Yeah, that's and why it's hard for people to get along with them because they don't they don't realize the donkey has so much thought process in what he does. Doing a lot of thinking in yeah. that, and they think early. <laughs> I want to read one last thing from her website. It says the 
effective training program. So you say, let's solve it. Put your animal in one of our 60, 90, or 180 effective training programs, and Jerry Tyndall's Horse and Mule School will assess your needs and plans, identify the best path to identify and achieve your desired results, to fix anything that could be holding you back in the world of equestrian. We begin our work with the animal right away. They'll take part in a program that has them active all day long. No animals in training stay in their stall on your ranch, Jerry, unless they're there on a day off. And you have plenty of hardy work ethic at Jerry Tyndall's Horse and Mule and Humans too Training School. I'm really glad you're here today. Thank you, sir. It's our pleasure. Any final thoughts for our listeners if they want to maybe take that next step and get some more education for themselves and their horse or mule? visit the website check out uh, our new online school program that we have tons of information to help people let's say that oh, yeah. you're busy you can't get to a clinic or maybe you're not in our area there's tons of very valuable information on there but i'd like people to think about this if you think your animal is not connected to you if you think your animal is having trouble in some areas to be in the family and to be safe if you think that they're just messing up because they want to if you think they're not connecting for other reasons, I'd like you to think again. <laughs> yeah. Think about the animal. Get into their world. Get into their mind. Get into something that means something to them, and I, it's a great opportunity, and we're here to help you every step of the way. That's fantastic, Jerry. I hope you have a chance to come back to our radio show sometime down the road. In the meantime, I'm going to take a chance and go out and see some of your work tomorrow at your next training session here in northern nevada yes sir we're looking forward to it thank you for being with us today ladies and gentlemen we'll be back with more on our radio show after this why should you do business with sage international incorporated instead of filing a corporation or llc on your own or worse using one of those 99 plus state fee sites first you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. If you love teaching and want to make a difference in the lives of our young children, become a teacher at Community Services Agency Head Start or Early Head Start programs. Hi, my name is Brandi Dunbar and I've lived here in Reno my entire life. I've worked for child care for the last 17 years and I just started working at CSA about a year ago and I absolutely love it. Here at CSA, teachers have more time to plan, more time to teach, and more time to play. Call 786-6023. It's a delightful experience of yesteryear. The articles are outstanding, and the illustrations bring the stories to life. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. Natakwa. The number that people are talking about across the country is 375000 $300. That is the median home price for a typical three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage somewhere across our great 
country, the United States. You average in all the states, all the counties, all the cities, all the neighborhoods, and the home prices on average, $375,300. That was the most recent median home price stats from the National Real Estate Associations of America. At the same time, mortgage rates are moving up fast as well to new highs we haven't seen in a number of years. They're now just over 5%. Across the country, where are those homes being sold? More and more of them are new homes because existing home sales fell 2.7% last month compared to the month prior. This information has been all over the Internet and all over the national publications that talk about real estate, but for some reason, the demand still continues to grow and grow. So it is making it tougher for especially first-time homebuyers to get into the market, especially if you're looking at an area like northern Nevada. So there's a lot of concern for the young people of northern Nevada, for the first-time homebuyers of northern Nevada. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I was there myself. I remember when I bought my first home. I lived in a very small town in Colorado, and there were a number of areas around the city that I lived within just 20, 30, 40 miles that were really upscale resort areas, incredibly expensive, beautiful homes, of course, but I knew pretty fast that I couldn't live there. I had to essentially settled for living in an area, a county, a part of the state that maybe wasn't the most desirable, but I had my dreams on being a homeowner, on being self-sufficient, self-reliant, on raising a family. All that involves home ownership. Well, when that becomes the case, you have to settle to a degree. I'm not saying settle bad for Good. No, I'm talking about settling for and attaining what you can attain at this particular part of your life, whatever part of your life that is. You see, back when I bought my home, it's so interesting to me. It's like deja vu. Interest rates were approaching their near all-time high, and inflation was rumbling near its all-time high. This was in the early 1980s. I bought my home in 1982. So as a comparison, inflation at that time was running about 6 to 8 9%, just depending on the cycle of those two years. Jimmy Carter was our president at the time. And home values were going up fast as well. And the cost of living was going up. Fuel prices were going up. It was a lot like it is now, only we were starting from smaller numbers. We earned less money, but things cost less. But the the move, the feeling of being in one kind of life in the late 70s at a certain level of income and then moving into the mid-80s, and that income is no way going to be able to support you because things have changed so fast in the last four, five, six years. And it's all because of inflation and the costs of housing up and down, up and down, markets getting bigger, markets getting smaller. I've went through that crash that we had in the early 2000s in western Colorado because of the oil shale boom and bust and uh, have followed housing up and down as well in the 2006 to 2012 route when we saw things totally fall apart. Now I'm seeing things potentially happening much like that again.
So with interest rates and with the cost of housing going up continually, I think people really need to understand what they're trying to accomplish. What I'm getting at is this. The median home price across the country in the U.S. is not nearly as high as it is here in northern Nevada. $575,000 to $600,000, if you're looking between Reno and Sparks, is the median home price. The U.S. home price, on average, is $375,000. That's $200,000 difference in price. Where you live and where you associate, you have to do one of two things, and I think you've got to do them pretty fast. You have to raise your level of income so that you can afford, like your contemporaries, in an upscale market, or you have to consider locating yourself to an area where you can afford to live with your contemporaries in maybe a different kind of market. And it may not be that far away, but you have to be realistic as to what you as an individual at any given point in time can afford to live on. What kind of a home? What price of a home? I moved around plenty in my career, in my life, and a lot of it was due to the employment and income opportunities in the different cities and different states where I lived and the cost of living in these different states and cities where I lived. And I had to make calculated decisions to move to areas where I could grow and prosper all the better. And you might get an opportunity to consider that in your life. And if you should, it might be the best best thing that you ever decided. If not, you might consider that adjustment in your lifestyle that you have to take into consideration. Maybe it's not so much the city, but the neighborhood. Maybe it's not so much the neighborhood, but the size of home. Maybe it's not a few little things that could really make a big difference in your ability to buy a home. I know a lot of people are telling me, Peter, now that median home prices are at 575 thousand to six hundred thousand dollars in northern Nevada, Reno and Sparks, I don't think I'll ever be able to buy a home. And I asked him, I said, Well when did you make that determination of what dollar amount? They said, Well that's right right about when it was hitting five hundred thousand dollars, right when it was about hitting half a million dollars. It was at that point it seemed like it was so far. And now that interest rates have gone up and the costs and prices have gone up and I you know, it's amazing. When when you think about it, on a national level, we're still talking about the national median home price of $375,000 today. So the person I'm talking to that is telling me that they are not able to buy a home now because of inflation, high home prices, interest rates, what they're telling me really is that they cannot afford to buy a home here in this city, in this part of northern Nevada, in this neighborhood. It's because of the expectations of what you expect to get. Of course you cannot buy a home if your budget is $375,000 and the median home prices are $575,000 if you want to stay in the same area as the people that are buying homes in areas that are $575,000. You've really got to get it in your mind, where am I going to live and be able to be self-reliant, self-sufficient, be a homeowner, and actually grow my net worth and income? A couple of stories in the national papers this week, we're talking about rates looming large in the world of housing. Market is hitting its busiest season right now in the spring as the cost of mortgages is going up to the highest it's been in several years. And U.S. housing sales are heating up as usual in the spring. But 
home sales, they rose so much last year to their highest level since 2006, along with the pandemic, along with consumers' housing interests, priorities, considerations, uh, remote working, and so forth. That is finally starting to stabilize to some degree. But with borrowing rates going up, many people are thinking, I better buy a home before interest rates do get as high as when Peter bought his home back in the early 1980s. Interest rates were running at about 12% for a first mortgage, 16 to 18 for a second. I know that because I had one of each. Wow. It's just unbelievable that rates have been so much less since then. However, uh, home prices have been quite a bit less, too. The typical three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage home in those days, in the early 80s, was running somewhere about sixty dollars to $70,000. So the interest rates, yes, they did have a big impact on the payment, but as that number, that principal, that base number, the home price, as that goes up and has gone up so dramatically, the interest rates have even more impact. Even a fraction of an interest rate has interest rate rise or drop has a huge impact on your mortgage today because the numbers are so high. Many buyers have been house hunting for months. When they plan to return to the market after failing to find something better maybe last year, they get into 22, and then what happens? It's really unlikely that it's going to be any more competitive or rather less competitive than last year. In fact, there's looking like there's going to be more people looking for homes because of the um, uh, the fear factor, the risk factor, the fear of losing out factor. And this increase can boost the homeowner's monthly payment, this new higher interest rates. I'm encouraging you to make the right decision before things get really out of hand. It is just amazing the frenzy that it feels like to many people that I talk to. Half of the people I talk to have given up, and the other half, they're stepping on the gas. Some real estate agents, they're saying they might see a decrease in buyer activity in the coming months. But if they do see that, it's probably only going to slightly cool, as he said, the dynamic in hot market. So, you know, even if you have a 25% slowdown in the number of people interested in, sh in shopping for homes and looking for homes and making offers for homes, there's still such a short supply that it's still going to be a challenge. It's just going to be there's less competition, but you can bet there is still going to be plenty of competition. I'm encouraging you to consider all the things we've talked about today and see if today is the right time to get started on becoming a homeowner or buying that next investment property or maybe looking beyond northern Nevada if that's where you're listening to us today. You can save $200,000 by buying the average U.S. property as opposed to northern Nevada at $575,000 to $600,000 median home price. What does that really mean and what do you have to take away from this show? It's this. Northern Nevada is a high-priced market. It's a high-priced market. If you're looking to buy a home in northern Nevada, you're looking to buy a home in a high-priced market. If you understand that going in, it won't be such a shock, and you won't be so taken advantage of because you can't afford to buy a home or the right home, the home that you want in northern Nevada because they're so expensive. It's because we are now in a high-priced market. We have been discovered. You can thank the Economic Development Authority of northern Nevada for reaching out to employers and people all across the country saying, hey, move here, move here. We're going to bring businesses. Move here, move here. Everything is inexpensive. Move here, move here. And now suddenly... They've moved here, and they want homes. We are where we are 
take that into consideration. If you need any guidance or consideration of other markets across the U.S. to consider buying a home or investment property, we're happy to talk to you anytime after the show. Give us a call, 775-786-5515. More on Nevada Real Estate Radio after this. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. If you love teaching and want to make a difference in the lives of our young children, become a teacher at Community Services Agency Head Start or Early Head Start programs. Hi, my name is Alyssa. I am new to Community Services Agency of Reno. I have a great teaching career at Head Start and Early Head Start, and I just absolutely love working here. Call 775-786-6023 or visit the website csareno.org. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company, equal housing opportunity. Company NMLS number 3274, NV Banker number 1076, NV Broker number 1141, Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045, telephone number 775-453-0345, located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200, Reno, Nevada 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval, terms and conditions may apply, subject to change without notice. Some home buyers are just getting out of the market. They're deciding to continue to rent, continue to live with friends, move in with mom and dad, anything. But buying a home in today's market is starting to sound like a worse idea day by day because you're getting so little for so much money. Now, discouraged buyers, they're there because of the bidding wars, the rising home prices, interest rates. But still... Across the country and here in northern Nevada, too, when home goes up for sale, multiple offers, quick sales. It all happens. The median existing home price has risen 15% nationally from a year ago. $357,300 is the national median home price in the country when you look all across 50 states. $357,300. That, my friends, is a long way from northern Nevada's median home price. It's $200,000 more to live in northern Nevada than it is to an average place across the country. So if you're struggling to buy a home in Reno, Nevada, Carson City, Sparks, anywhere around our area, there's a good reason for it. High demand. It's one of the top priced markets in the country. And you know, at some point, we have to accept that. We have to understand that if you want to live here, 
it's going to cost you more than if you live there. How much more? About $200,000 more in the average cases. You can actually move to other parts of the country and pay more. Heck, even in this state alone, if you move from Reno to Incline Village, you're not talking about half a million. You're talking about millions of dollars or more. So you see, you have to decide not only where you want to live, but where you can afford to live. A lot of folks have challenges separating the actual realities of what you want and what you can afford. In, in every case, in my case for sure, it's different. I want the Taj Mahal, but I cannot afford to live at the Taj Mahal. I want to buy a lot of property in Hawaii, but I cannot afford to buy a lot of property in Hawaii. So I have two choices, suffer and be in despair, complain to others, or I can just make a decision that I'm going to live where I can afford to live, and I'm going to live within my means. It's a good philosophy. Some home buyers are stepping totally out of the market. They've had it. You look at the combination of fast rising home prices, higher interest rates, it's really making it not only less affordable, but it's less appealing. Now, do you really want to go into a big hassle in order to get yourself into big debt, in order for you to struggle to make payments, in order for you to be house rich and refrigerator food poor? The average rate on a 30-year fixed rate mortgage was recently as high as 4.16%, and that's up from just over 3% a year earlier. 3%, 4%, hey, they both sound pretty low, right? But we talk about sometimes something called the delta. And delta means how much did something change from the new number as compared to the previous number. So in this case, you're looking at a change of four point six percent up from three point oh nine percent. That sounds like it's just more than one percent, right? So that's the way you can say it. Those uh, uh, interest rates went up by one percent today, but the reality is interest rates having been at three point oh nine now they're at four point oh six. The interest rate has actually gone up by more than thirty three percent. More than 33%. Now, that number, that will get your attention. A 1% increase doesn't sound like much, but a 33% increase in the interest rate from last month versus this month, that's huge. Could you imagine if it changes again with the same delta? If it goes up from 4%, another 33%, that's going to be more than 5%, and it's going to keep getting bigger. 33% moves are huge moves. So it's real surprising that they are moving this fast, but because of the effort to combat what we are all battling, which is inflation, the Fed says this has to be. Buyers are fighting that when they have to compete in bidding wars, other buyers are offering more to purchase the homes without any repairs or to pay above the value of the home without an inspection. All of that because they need to buy a home urgently. And those people that have the capacity and that are willing to take additional risk by offering more than the home is even worth just to get a chance to get into the home, they have the advantage. If you cannot do that, you might want to consider talking to a real estate professional to make sure this might not be a good time to sit on the sidelines for just a little bit and see what's happening. 
We look at an example from a, an individual that we're looking to buy down in Las Vegas. We'll call her Elva. And Elva is looking to buy a house. She, be, she moved to Las Vegas, started in another state, started in Idaho, uh, where she had family. Didn't find anything under 400, so she decided she moved to Las Vegas. When she got there, she couldn't believe it. Tons and tons of homes for sale, but the prices were unbelievable to her. She is struggling in Las Vegas to find a home, just like she was struggling to find a home in Idaho, and like others struggle to find a home in Utah, in Colorado. I was re there recently, and they're having much the same challenges and issues in the suburbs of Denver that we're having here in northern Nevada. Not enough homes, too many people to buy homes. Suddenly things have changed so dramatically. There are bidding wars in Colorado. Thank goodness we don't have the population numbers to deal with there, but still, our populations are growing tremendously because northern Nevada has been discovered. Once an area has been discovered, it's going to take a major situation for it to be undiscovered. Back in 2012, when the real estate market died and really was struggling in northern Nevada, people weren't even talking about Reno. They were just hoping something would happen good in any part of the country. Well, now... Reno's on the spotlight again because it is a great destination. It is a great place to live. But it's tough to buy a home here now. My recommendation, call your top, top choice of a real estate professional and top, top choice of a mortgage lender. And if they're honest with you, they'll tell you, is this the right time or is this not the right time to purchase a home? You have been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to Peter at NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. Visit sageintl.com. Next time on The Sherry Hill Show, I'm going to help you understand your money blueprint and why this money blueprint, more than anything, will determine your financial life. Tune in to The Sherry Hill Show Mondays at 1130 a.m. and Sunday at 1 p.m.